welcome back to another episode of the Man to Man podcast. We're a day late and a dollar short, but that's okay because we're right back at it today. I am Kelvin Dooling. Excited to meet my co-host for today. And as always, my buddy, first name Trey, last name Vaughn. I like to call him Big Time TV. TV, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. It's been a busy day. Uh, mm-hmm. been a long day, but uh, glad, glad to be sitting down now, relaxing a little bit before I get started at work and uh, ready to talk some sports, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And- as always, we like to start the Man to Man podcast with national holidays because 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 every day is worth celebrating. Hey, Trey, today. I'm sorry, excuse me, May 22nd, National Buy an Instrument Day. If you could buy today, Trey, what would it be? An instrument. Uh, I, yeah. I've always been, I've always been like interested in people who can play guitar and play it well. And, and because I can't, um, so maybe a guitar, maybe I should go, maybe I would want to go buy a guitar and, and actually learn for once instead of just being intrigued by people who play guitars really well. Um, that's the first electric, one that comes to mind. Electric, acoustic. Uh, yeah, probably just acoustic, regular old, you know, country sounding guitar. Okay. <laughs> for me, harmonica. Oh, okay. You know, um, Stevie Wonder, Ray, Ray Charles. Uh, those guys, great harmonica, harmonica players. It's a great dra- jazz instrument. If yeah. I could buy an instrument, it would definitely be a harmonica. Lucky Penny Day and World Turtle Day. Uh, do you carry a Lucky Penny by chance, TV? Uh, I don't. I-, I can remember being a kid and, you know, doing the thing of like, oh, it's I – don't, I don't remember what it was. Like, I think if it was like heads up, you're supposed to like throw it over one of your shoulders, it lands, yada, yada, yada. I remember doing that with a lucky penny, but no, I don't don't have a lucky penny. And and I had a penny. Uh, I think my grandma maybe got me one when she was on a vacation, like a souvenir penny uh, that I used to kind of like keep close to me. I don't anymore. Um, but no lucky penny for me anymore. But I definitely used to kind of have a lucky penny, I guess. Yeah. And are you the type of guy who just flicks away, throws away pennies, just like throw them on the ground or pick up pennies? I would be more of a pickup penny before I would be thrown okay. away. I have a yeah. jar at the house that's just like full of change. So, like anytime I get change, I keep it, take it home, and throw it in the jar. Yeah, for a moment there in my life, I was picking up pennies, and then I got tired of pennies. I'm like, you know what? Just screw it. I'm I'm not I'm done picking up pennies. <laughs> um, coming up on today's show, we got to give you our Royals, Kansas City Royals, and St. Louis Cardinal update. Me and TV make finals predictions. TV, another no-hitter on back-to-back nights. Another one. Absolutely. It's uh, insane. We have our MVP, NBA MVP updates. Uh, but first, we want to start the show with, hey, TV, LeBron James will not be punished by the NBA for violating the NBA's protocol. Um, as he was seen or at least pictured, partying with Drake and others. TV, your thoughts on deciding to punish LeBron James? Oh, man. Like, look, he – yeah, you can't be surprised, right, because of who LeBron is and we're in playoff time. Like, if they mm-hmm. punish 
if they punish him, the Lakers are pretty much toast. Not completely, but they're in a lot of trouble. Uh, so you can't be surprised. But at the same time, like, this looks bad for the NBA. Like, you can't, you can't not punish him because of who he is. Like, he went to a tequila, like, some kind of tequila event. Like, he was supporting some brand of tequila that he likes. Like, it wasn't even, like, a, an event that he needed to be at. Like, what a uh, – I don't know. It looks bad on the NBA. Uh, but, like I said, you can't be surprised, right, because it ruins the playoffs if LeBron's not in it. So, Yeah, well, yeah, you, we start there, right? You you definitely, definitely don't punish him because, you know what, the NBA playoffs are here. This is our hottest ticket in the last 14 in our in these NBA postseason. We cannot kick our biggest star out of the playoffs. Secondly, I – yeah, he broke protocol, but it's LeBron James. I, I, I yeah, you you kind of turn a blind eye to it. I mean, but right last year in the NBA bubble, they kicked. I go, I don't even know the. I can't remember the guy they kicked out. I do. That's your for, uh, for the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I, that's, what I was getting, that's what I was getting ready to allude to, and and you beat you you know got to it. Yeah, Dan I mean. Well, I don't remember how to, how you say his name, but like Danwell House Jr. I, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm pronounced. Maybe I'm not. Sure. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that first name right, but I know his last name was House, and he was a junior. Danwell House Jr. I think is who was kicked out for the Rockets. But like, why do you change the rules just because it's LeBron? Like, this looks bad on the NBA. Like, okay, so the stars can do whatever they want, but the not so stars we're going to make example examples of. Right? Come on. No, it's it's not necessarily the stars. It's this star, <laughs> right? It's partying with that star, which was Drake. And this is the same, by the way, uh, when it comes to sitting course at, a, at, at the NBA games where they don't punish Drake or they don't tell Drake to step back, right? So what this is the one of the NBA's ambassadors, along with J. Cole, another hip-hop um, face, where these guys uplift the NBA at such high, great levels, and I'm making a case for LeBron James with this as well. They know that you, those guys are just gonna slide with, you know, they can just kind of, you, know, <laughs> you know, they're they're LeBron James, they're the, you know, Drake. They can just kind of slide with things like this. TV is just kind of, you know, they got the cachet, they got the hard work, they got the passion, they got the, the you know, they got it all. I, just, I, I don't know if it's a bad look for the NBA. I don't know if it's a good look neither. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a big deal at the same time. You know, this is – this is. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to be a big deal. We'll forget about yeah. it by the time – you know, uh, soon after the NBA season's over, we'll have forgotten about it. I still think it looks stupid at least. Maybe, maybe it's not a bad look, but, like, it's just stupid. Like, you can't have rules and not abide by them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, why set the rules if they don't apply to everybody? I think they do. No, they but don't. No, no, they don't. Le- Kelvin. They, they LeBron just, James. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't abide to everybody or they would have punished him. They do. You know. But yeah. It's LeBron. LeBron. It's LeBron. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um so as for as for NBA talk, let's uh, let's talk about our NBA Finals uh, MVP candidates, who we have, and where we have them ranked. Kelvin, 
Um, <laughs> final three in the NBA left. I think those are easily my top three. Uh, Jokic, uh, Curry, and um, boy, I just drew a blank. Um, Joel Embiid. Those are the, those are my top three. Um, and in that order, actually, I just said them in the order. I would say I would say I, my MVP this year would be Nikola Jokic. Uh, I think I would put Curry too, even though he just got booted out of the playoffs. And then Embiid would be my third. That's list. I would What's go Embiid. I, I would go Embiid, Jokic, oh. Chris Paul Chris over Paul. Stephen Curry. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I could buy that. Yeah, I know you. You got to buy it because I'm Curry as an MVP candidate. Why not? not I'm sorry, not. Not as a top three, just not buying it. As a as an eight seed, I think it was. It just to lead the lead in scoring. We why how, how come we couldn't have said the same thing about Bradley? Got off to a much worse start to start the season, just to make it to the same playoffs that Stephen Curry got to, and got booted out at the same time. Why not Bradley Beal as well? I mean, I don't. I, I do, I'm just not buying that Stephen Curry. Maybe taking it up a level, which is kind of scary, is the MVP candidate. When Bradley Beal just took it up another level as well. When Chris Paul is on with this team, got in the Suns, who haven't made the playoffs in I don't know how long, and now elevated these guys to a two-seed in a tougher conference. Chris Paul should get that consideration over one, Stephen Curry. MB is the MVP. I don't know why I made such a strong case for three over four, but there you go. Um, so I, I like Chris Paul, um, and I can agree with everything you said about him. Uh, but I, I, I think, I think there's something to be said for that Warriors team because they are really, really bad. Like, like maybe lottery, actually not even a maybe they are lottery pick bad if Steph Curry doesn't play this year and they were there playing for the playoffs with him change. I mean, the Suns were bad last year, but they I, I don't think they were lottery pick bad, were they? No. The final eight games in the bubble. No, they were they were a quality eight yeah. what? They didn't make the playoffs, so they were quality I think they were borderline tied, team. right? They were tied with someone and then that team had a winning record over them, so that other yeah. team got the playoff nod. It was so the like, Grizzlies. Trailblazers played in the playing the single playing game last year, and yeah, the Suns just missed out. So no, that they weren't a, they weren't a playoff team. They were a borderline team that yeah. Chris Paul took to a two. two so so I mean the way I look at it, I mean that that's an equal jump. I would say like a team that's borderline playoffs to top of the conference versus a team that's easily lottery pick bad that Curry turns into borderline playoffs. So I mean I think I you know I I I think they made a pretty equal impact. Curry scores the ball more. Um, he appeals to me more because of his shooting ability. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Chris Paul. He just appeals to me a little more. Or Curry just appeals to me a little more because of my style. I love shooting and I love scoring. So um, I, I think they're I think they're right there. I think they're equal. But let, let's let's narrow it down here and let's talk about Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic because yeah. Nikola Jokic is everywhere on the floor. Not that Joel Embiid isn't, but Nikola Jokic from uh, passing the ball to being able to score down low, I think 
I think overall more talented than Joel Embiid, and I think he makes a bigger impact. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, there's there's a lot it, there's a lot to be said about both guys, but I love Nikola Jokic, man, and triple doubles from a big guy is, is something you don't see very often. And he, and he does it at a pretty good rate for a big guy. Uh, I like Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Me too. I'm a lot. He's had a really great season. I'm going with Joel Embiid as the MVP, as the MVP uh, winner. And this is why 28 and 10 were nearly a block and they have on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, are you player in basketball? And, um, and probably the best big man we have in basketball as well. Hey, he has also elevated elevated his team to a one seed. Where Joker, give or take, has gotten a three seed. It, indeed, yes, in the tougher conference. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I and I'm not buying the whole missing games things. I think the on the floor this season has just been Joel and B. He's been more complete. He's had. I think he has a better team. He's led a better team. And he may have a tougher road, if you really look at it, to the finals than uh, Joker. So, I got to go with Joel Embiid, honestly. I really like him as the MVP of this season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, defense, I'm going to agree with you on that. Defense, I think he's by far the better defender. Um, but I think I think Jokic is more talented offensively. And maybe, again, maybe I'm being biased. Is, he, I, is he, though? Is he? I think so. Down low, as a big man, yeah, I think so. I don't I think, know. I think all Embiid has is that he can kind of stretch the floor. Embiid's not even that good of a shooter. He can kind of stretch the floor. Yeah, he can kind of stretch the floor. He can kind of step outside and hit a little, hit hit a few shots. I don't think Jokic has that good of an of a shot as you stretch him out. But I think Embiid has a better shot as you stretch him out. But I don't think it's enough better to say he's more talented offensively. I think I think Jokic has a better package down low. But maybe, maybe. <laughs> Major League Baseball or TV, look, man, we we have we had, <laughs> I don't know. Baseball is baseball at the point it's it's reaching all time light lows where I think we're baseball is getting quite predictable at this point. But let, let me introduce the topic. Another no hitter TV. Uh Corey Kluber has thrown the most recent no hitter. The yeah. sixth. I'm sorry, I, I said that wrong. The seventh no hitter of the Major League Baseball season because no hitter against the Atlanta Braves. If 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 if, if, uh, if anyone nah, nah, like nah. they they forgot oh, seventh no hitter. No no no. Uh, Corey Kluber really threw, but in the record books they go down at six. Um, Trey, your thoughts on another no hitter in the Major League Major League season? Uh, the seventh Major League no hitter. Of the uh, season, I don't know. We, we, we brought it up, man. Like, is it is it lack of preparation? I don't know if it is at this point. We're up to six no hitters. We got no hitters now. Of course, it's been a few days since we got one, but still, we got no hitters on back to back nights. Um, we're up to six total. I just, I don't know, man. I is it is it the pitchers putting stuff on the baseballs? Like, are, are we allowing that? Is that what? Is is that allowed? Like, like, can we talk about that? I think that might have something to do with it. Or, or are they doctoring up the baseballs? Better spin rate, more swings and misses. I don't know, man. Um, it's a lot of no hitters. We're at six. We're barely. We we had been kind of watching that timeline because we weren't even a quarter of the way through the season. We are a quarter of the way through the season now, but we have six. 
at this rate, about six every quarter, that means we're going to end up with 20. I don't think that's going to happen by any stretch, but that's the pace we're on. And 24 is a lot. And I think it's okay to at least bring the question. Is it because pitchers are doctoring baseballs to get better spin rate? I don't know. Um, 24 sounds doable, actually, at this rate. Now, 24 sounds. And it doesn't seem out the question. It, that, that, is, that is a lot, but right now that sounds doable. Uh, let me mention this. Seven no-hitters, really six, but, you know, we all yeah. know it's 67. Um, two against the Rangers, Rangers, Texas Rangers, Texas Rangers, Cleveland Indians, Seattle Mariners. All three teams have been hit no a piece. <laughs> Um, we're not so going to discuss. Three, we're not going to discuss cheating on TV. I'm sorry. Sorry, I kept I kept cutting you off. I was just yeah. saying maybe those three teams are just really bad hitting teams. No, and they are, and they really are. One of those teams is batting below 200. Uh, I, I can I can care less to give you the numbers because it don't matter if you're batting less under 200 as a team. You go do the research and find out. I don't care. They're, they're just bad hitting teams. Uh, and we're, look, we're not going to discuss cheating in baseball. Can we just stop stop with that? Like, just let the let let the kids play. Let the kids cheat for all I care. Just let them cheat. I don't baseball. Don't stop trying to figure out everything because you know what? It's not working. Let the let the kids cheat. Look, it don't matter. It they're going to keep cheating. <laughs> this is this is a cheating sport. No. Cheat no, oh. no cheat, cheating's for football. We don't we don't cheat we don't cheat in baseball. If I if I would have known cheating Oh, oh really? If, oh if really? I <laughs> if don't I would have cheating champions when you I, cheat. No, cheaters cheaters become champions in major league baseball. Uh if I would have known cheating was such a thing, I would have done that in high school so that way I could make it to the MLB too. Hey, well, sucks to be you, TV. You should have. You should have been cheating. <laughs> no, you should have been cheating. Suck to be you. Oh man, uh, I I still think it's worth asking. Uh, whether whether they're cheating or not, it, there's got to be something for throwing six no hitters. We haven't seen as many no hitters this early in the season. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's guys cannot hit no more. The quality of Maybe. hitting is just not it's not what it once was in Major League Baseball. Guys so, just can't hit no more. So so do you simply actually just think it's it's a hitter's or a pitcher's sport right now? Say say it one more time. I said, so do you actually just believe right now this is a, a pitcher's sport? Yes, absolutely. Okay. They're, they're throwing harder. Some the, at the top of the line, uh, a lot of guys have really great, you know, movement and control, more velocity consistently. You know, um, is no, it's a pitcher's, it's a pitcher's sport right now because striking out is okay, right? The long ball and those and those and those swings are okay, like more of it. The I, I, I wish Major League Baseball would get rid of the shift. I really do, because that also goes to why there are so many more swings and misses and lost angles because of the shift. Guys are not just guys are not trying to find more. And the opposite field hitting is a lost art. It is done in Major League Baseball. Only the best can do it. It is a lost art. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a pitcher's league. 
Simple. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. There, there, there's not as many players that, that can go to the opposite field. There are still um, players that, that go to the opposite field, but it, it is it, – but, but it's always kind of been um, a, a very special art. I mean, go, going to the opposite field isn't as easy um, as it may seem. So it, wh- while there aren't very many people that do it, I don't know if I'm quite ready to call it a lost art because I think it's always been difficult to hit the ball to the opposite field. It's just easier to pull the baseball. Um, unless if, you know, you're facing a Rodgers Chapman and he throws 104 every time he pitches the ball, uh, then it's hard to then it's not as hard to go to the opposite field because you're behind every one of his pitches usually. But nonetheless, it is, it is difficult to go to the opposite field. But yeah, I mean, it might be a pitcher sport right now. We're learning more about spinning the baseball um, and clearly teams are struggling to put the bat on the ball. So, um, yeah, but six no hitters, man, it's crazy. Uh do you know what the most is in a season, by the way? No. Is it 12, 14? Seven, Kelvin. Seven. Oh, wow. Okay. We well, are about to tie it already. Tied it. Madison Bumgarner doing ah, no hitter. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner, no, no, does not count. It did. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Okay, let's transition into NBA again, Kelvin. Let's talk about the finals. Let's make some predictions. Uh, do you want to predict the rest of the way, or do you just want to predict a matchup? What are you What are you thinking on this um, topic? What would you prefer? Just predicting predictions out there. We haven't had that opportunity to talk to finals predictions, and then on the way there, the NBA playoffs. So as we record this. Um, the the Dallas Mavericks are facing off against the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. As I did, I just got done watching the Bucks squeak out a W against the Miami Heat in Game One with a uh, go ahead bucket by Chris Middleton. As for the finals, yes. I got Lakers versus those mentioned. Um, I believe I, I do truly believe in chemistry and defense in this season of the NBA, the postseason. Have I don't think they I don't think they can achieve both in time. I don't think they can achieve chemistry and defense or either or at the same time in this span to win the NBA championship. And then and that's in terms of the Bucks, I think they have enough defense offense with a guy like Chris Middleton and now Drew Holiday to get past the Sixers and the and the Nets. The Lakers, I think the Lakers are just the best team in the West. I think they got the size. They got the talent. I think they can develop that chemistry. They already have the defense, the number one rate defense in the NBA. Um, I think they can get they can, they can find the rhythm a little bit easier against the Suns team who are well, they, they can outrun and outmatch. And then leading on, on the way, their toughest matchup may be, I don't know, I, I truly don't know. A a soft Clippers team. I think they're. I think they're going to come out the West. What? Lakers, but no, stop, stop. Yes. Let's let let me start in the East because yes. uh, look, I I got something for you in both conferences. I guess no, you don't. I I, re- I really want to start in the East. No, you for, don't. For a man who just had so much love for Joel Embiid, you're not even picking him to take his team to the finals. <laughs> What are you doing? You just had so much love for him winning the MVP. 
but he's yeah. not good enough to get to the finals in a weak Eastern Conference? Well, it's not weak. It's... What? What? The Atlanta Hawks are the four seed, and and you can't actually think that they're competitive. Well, the Knicks are the four seed, and the Knicks, you a couple weeks ago, are an actually a good team, better so the than five? the Warriors that you were hyped to be leading. <laughs> so, well, so, so where are the Hawks? Are they the five then? They're they the five. The they face off against those four seed okay. Knicks. But no, no, yeah, my MVP candidate does come from the Sixers. But no, I have Giannis, who I believe is the best player in the conference, to yeah, be leading. choked four years in a row in the playoffs. But they all choked. The greatest, some of the greatest players have choked. Oh, that's that's fine. Like, I want my superstars to choke. That's I want you to fail. Like, you got to fail to win championships. That's okay. That's okay. You can fail. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's, it is okay. It is okay. But this, this isn't his season. This isn't his season. That team has not gotten any better, in my opinion. Eh, a little bit, but not enough to matter. So who you, who you got coming out the East, man? Who, who you got uh, coming out the East? The East? You're crazy. You're crazy, Kelvin. It's easy. I don't. I care know. About chem- I know. I don't care about chemistry that much in the NBA. Yeah, I tried to pull that card. I tried to pull that card with the Lakers. They proved me wrong. The most talent on a single team in the NBA is the Brooklyn Nets, and they're coming out of the East. It's it's okay. over with. It's end of story. The Nets are winning the East. Can Kyrie show up all postseason? Will he's probably going to stay healthy. He's going to have to burn stage in the gym, but yes, he'll be there every game. And you want and you want to speak about choking? James Harden is the he's a habitual choker in this season. I mean, I mean, come on, let's be fair. Keep that same energy, please. <laughs> I, look, look. The Nets team that comes out of the East. The talent is too too much. Uh, in the NBA, in the West. You, need, you just need the talent. As for the West, you you're, you you can't actually be serious. The Lakers are going to come from an eight seed and win and or and be in the finals. You can't. Uh, be serious. Yeah. You can't yeah, be serious. Yeah. yeah. They barely escaped the Warriors in that first game on a fluky LeBron James shot. Great shot, by the way. Great shot. But that is not his game. He's lucky that ball went in the basket. Just just and say the Clippers, man. Just say it. That's who you want to choose, right? Look, look, I'm just prepping <laughs> for it. The Lakers, the Lakers are not doing it. The Jazz make me nervous. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow the the Grizzlies aren't going to beat the Jazz, I don't think. But I wouldn't be surprised that the Suns also make me nervous. They're just not very deep. You know, I love DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. But they're not very deep. Uh, I the Lakers could p- potentially, honestly, the Lakers could beat them. But after that, guess who they got? The Los Angeles Clippers, and oh they're not getting. You want to talk about defense? That team plays defense. That they don't. Team, no, they don't. No, they yes, don't. They do. Yes, they not do. Not when it that matters. They don't. Defensive talent. That team is going to knock the Lakers off. It's going to be a great series if the Lakers get there, but that's when the Lakers will 100% be knocked off if the Suns can't do it. And, yes, I've The same Clippers team who gave up 50 to Jamal Murray in 30 and 45 over and over and over again for four straight games, and they they had nobody to stop Jokic. They don't think it's Ibaka now. They don't think it's whoever the other big man they got down there now. Uh, uh, Zubic, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He's different not in the playoffs now. 
And and they and how about this? The Clippers may not even beat them this first round. So oh, they will. They but, will. You know, I don't don't give me those. And okay, Luca. I'm gonna hold off Prince. on those guys because I'm gonna save it for when they get bounced here soon. I'm you know they're they're losing to the Mavericks right now, 68-60 third quarter, midway through the third quarter. That's okay. That's okay. There's time oh. left, and six and six more games. Look, <laughs> Luca and Princess Porzingis. Are too oh, busy getting or too busy getting ejected and being hurt to win a to win a playoff series. I love I love them, but Luca's too busy arguing calls and getting ejected. They're talented, but Porzingis can't even stay on the floor. Princess Porzingis and Luca Doncic are getting ejected and getting hurt. They're not going <coughs> to be able to win the series. As we do every Friday, but I know as today is Saturday, can't speak today. Uh, we, we're come, we're coming with the Royals, the Kansas City Royals, and St. Louis Cardinals weekly update. I could have saved a lot of time just by saying that. Um, Trey, TV, you want to start us off with the cars? How the cars been doing? As of uh, yeah, yeah, but this last week. Let's uh, you're doing fine. I, you don't you don't got to sit there and say you could have saved time and yada 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 and beat yourself up. Oh, you're doing fine. So don't so don't worry about it. But yeah, Cardinals Cardinals Royals update. Like you said at the beginning of the show, a day late. But hey, I don't think we're a dollar short because this show is just as good as any other show, no matter what day it's popping off on. Today it happens to be Saturday, so yes, day sir. late, but not day yes, late, but not a dollar short. And uh, as for the Cardinals, man, we got really hot for a while, looked really good, but we've kind of come back down to earth again. Uh, got swept, got got swept by San Diego, and that's a San Diego team who didn't even have Tatis Jr. Uh, in fact, I think they were missing another um, starter, but I can't – off the top of my head, I can't remember for sure if they were. But nonetheless, missing Tatis Jr., their best player. Um, and just, man, it's tough to see them, see them losing to a team they should be beating – or a, a team that they could beat without Tatis Jr., but they get swept. Um, but then they come back and they win two against the Pirates, and now here we are uh, in a series with the Cubs. Uh, they got smacked around last night against the Cubs on Friday, but um, – we're still leading the division, or at the top anyways. Might be tied now, but at the top of the NL Central still. So we're doing fine, but uh, definitely kind of come back down to earth, and that pitching has really started to kill us again. A lot of walks, um, a lot of walks and hit batters. That That is going to be, I think, our main hiccup all season, Kelvin. I think we we got to learn how to throw strikes. If you don't throw strikes, you're not going to win ball games. So um, walking, you know, seven, eight to ten guys a game, that's, that's not going to get it done. So – and until they can figure that out, and I think most of it is our bullpen. Man, we've got like three guys that we can really count on in our bullpen, but after those three guys, it's kind of like, uh-oh, can we get it done? So bullpen's got bullpen's got to get a little better, but I, I like where they're at. They're leading the division, so there's always something to complain about, but I'm still happy with where we stand. As for my Kansas City Royals, we get off the 11-game losing skid when we beat the White Sox last Friday in the first game of a doubleheader. We've won four of six since, or three of six since. Uh, the pitching has been pretty well, even though our top guy, Danny Duffy, went on the, on the IL. Yeah. Pitching is, is, is picked up and has been a little bit more consistent from beginning to end, actually. Um as of the as of the last six games, the Royals they just look better. The bats are kind of picked up as well. The offense was in a really really tough skid over that losing streak, 
And I don't want to say the bats broke out, but those guys, too, were able to put together some innings and some rallies um, in typical Royal fashion. Like they've has five seasons, six, seven, eight seasons. Um, so that they just play a better, a better brand of baseball as of late. Um, and, and as of this last week, they split two against the American League leading Sox, who have had their own troubles internally as of late. Uh, they take the two-game series against the Brewers, and they lost game one against the, the Tigers yesterday on Friday night yeah. uh, with a vintage performance from Miguel Cabrera. Uh, who uh, someone who I think somebody I've got to watch a lot of baseball, a lot of at bats, uh, just because he plays in division. Uh, talk about just another all-time right-handed hitter. As I was giving compliments to Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera was right up there with him. And Miguel Miggy is an all-time great right-handed hitter. Um, and three yesterday, but that's the Royals update. Uh, just a better brand of basketball basketball baseball yeah. as of the last week and a half from the kansas city royals yeah yeah you guys have definitely turned it around after that 11 game losing streak that's definitely tough to tough to come off of but they they came out of that and they're they're playing better but like we mentioned they got to get back to be beating those teams in division and and kind of make a climb because the white Sox took off and um you at least at least got to be second in that division you know so that way you can hope to grab a wild card spot um if you can't catch back up with, with Chicago, but it's a long season. You got a hundred and hundred and some odd games left to play this year. So long season, you never know what could happen. White Sox could always fall off again. Cause like you said, they had their own internal stuff going on. And if that becomes a problem, uh, they may not be in a good spot themselves. So, but that'll do it for your central teams, AL and NL central major league baseball update there. Uh, it's time dad joke Saturday this week. Since again, we are a day late. We've got dad joke Saturday. Kelvin, would you like to do the honors or would you rather me open us up? Um, I mean, no, you, you got to choose, man. You're the, the what okay. four game for four dad joke winning streak. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Make the, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what, I'm proud of this one. So I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, I feel like this is a good one. So here we go. So, I got this hot coworker, Kelvin, and uh, I decided after a long time, I decided I'd go tell her how I felt. And after I did, um, we both mutually agreed to just turn the AC on. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't. Okay. I don't think the joke was actually funny, but I think I think it's a quality delivery, like okay. cheesiness. Okay. You know, like it's a quality dad joke. So yeah, that's a yeah. good one. I think it's actually a good one. Yeah, and, and all, not all. I can't say all, but a lot of dad jokes are that way, right? Like you just right. Gotta, you've got to be so dorky when you say it that it makes it Thank funny. You. That's another good one. Yes. <laughs> All right, so here, here this one's gonna give me off the losing skid, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Let's go. So, TV, today, can I have a bookmark? I burst into tears. 11 years old, and he still doesn't know his name is Brian. <laughs>
Okay, I'll give you that one. Man, we both had some good ones today, but I'll give you that one. I like it. I like it. Let's go. Baby, I like it. those are two quality dad jokes, but I love yours today. You yes. definitely get on, you definitely get in the wind column with that one. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. No live stream. I swear you can hear the cheers because I can hear them. Yes, baby. I think, I think I cheered enough for you for you to for you to get yes. that one sealed it up. Sealed it up. Again, there you go, I'd guys. Like to throw it out there. Any listeners, feel free to get a hold of us and let us know who you think the dad joke winner was, or what have you. Heck, if you think we're if you think we're both crazy on our NBA Finals predictions, let us know what you think on that too. Feel free. Yes, let us know. We both share this on Facebook. Uh, you can find this the Man the Man podcast on all streaming platforms. There you have it. I got on the winning. I <laughs> what a moment, man. What a moment. Absolutely. I got swept by that bounce back, man. This is a proud moment. Like, I can't even finish the show properly. Like, I, I got it. I really got one. <laughs> now, now, you got to go on a winning streak. But I hope, yes. to, I hope to end it tomorrow or next week. 26 in a row. It's coming. <laughs> the Man to Man podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Trey, we're another, we're another one down, baby. Another one down. Hey, so you guys Tuesday. Thank you. Yep.